0: Oh, hey, Nicole, don't you have another story from when you were living in San Francisco?
1: Yeah, probably the second worst date of my life. The LSD guy was probably the third worst date. And this one was another setup.
0: Wait, let me interrupt for a minute. The LSD guy was discussed in our last Bill the Beans. So if you don't know who she's talking about, just go back and have a quick listen. Yeah.
1: Anyway, go on, go on, go on. This is actually the second worst date I've ever had in my life. I was set up, the friend who set me up. It's like, he's really successful. He's professional. And she told me a little bit about his family. And when I looked at the place he was taking me for a first date, I was like, oh, this is kind of crazy because the cheapest course you can get is $500. I was like, this is kind of nuts on the first date. You know, like start with maybe a coffee or a drink or something that you can feel completely comfortable throwing out leaving. So, you know, my friend sent me up with this guy. She's like, you have to wear a dress. He's like, a little bit more formal. I'm like, no problem. I have a whole closet of black dresses that there's no reason to ever wear here. So I was ready. And then they picked this ridiculous place, and I was like, mm, okay, feeling slightly uncomfortable. I really didn't want to be late, but the whole thing started off bad. It was actually walking distance from my apartment, which was nice. I got there early, and I decided to have a drink at the bar. And I realized, any single ladies who are listening out here, unless you want this, do not go to a San Francisco bar in a little black dress, because at least three guys will come up to you and see if you're a prostitute. I was like, I don't look. I mean, it's not revealing. It's, it's a dress I could wear to work. It's four inches above the knee, if that. I mean, it's fitted, no. and we're not talking about something scandalous here, either way. That's how it started, so I was feeling slightly uncomfortable when he got there. He got there, it started off, okay, like maybe the first 10 minutes were okay. When he decided to order the full tasting menu, I got slightly nervous, because I'm like, oh God, I'm gonna be sitting here for two or three hours. Oh wait, did you know how much the full tasting menu, because you had looked at the menu? I'm just curious. No, no, no. I knew the starting prices for this place came in set menus so that you could get like a three course, a five course, the full tasting. Right. And I'd never gone there because I didn't, I was like, this isn't worth it. I'm not going yet.
0: <laughs> right. But do you have any sort of concept of what that cost?
1: Yeah, it probably cost 1500 a plate. It was ridiculous. 1500 a plate.
0: Okay. Yeah. This is a little pretentious for a first date, no matter who you are. Well, if you're the person in the world, no matter who you are, go
1: on, it was in my opinion. Ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, as we're, we're eating, I'm trying to be play asking questions like, how do you like California? How long have you been here? Blah, blah, blah. You know, there's really good, um, general questions that it's pretty easy to relate to for anyone who's moved to a new city. I think that's one of the, the, the easy things to do with someone, whether they're an expat or a transplant, is to ask them those like, how did you pick California? Why did you move here? How do you like
0: Absolutely. it? Absolutely. These are great yeah, questions.
1: Really yeah, really neutral, really general.
0: Better than asking about work
1: yeah, or asking I about mean, family. I didn't want to ask about work because I was told, getting kind of an overview of what he did, people sometimes think you're asking them about education or money. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay away from work. I did ask him about family. That was really tense. Then I backed away from that one. But then that's when I was like, how do you like living in the city? And he had a house in the city and outside of the city. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then he asked me where I live. Well, then I told him where I live. And he was like, oh, that building over there. I was like, yeah. He's like, you know, if you date me, you can live somewhere much better. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I was like, "Uh, I like my apartment. It's pretty nice. He's like, you know, if you date me, you could live in my apartment. He's like, I have a much nicer apartment.
0: People that lead with pretension. It's hilarious. better who you are.
1: But no, it continued. Then he also told me as he got more comfortable with me because I was trying to be polite in my head, I'm already like, oh god, I can't believe we're doing the tasting menu, and I'm never going out with this guy again. But as we are going through these forever courses, he also told me that if I dated him, I'd have better clothes. I could have a nicer bag. It's like I could have a nice bag, but I was like, I put it on the floor of like if I'm on bar. I don't want to be a target to be mugged. What I have to say about that is that he's deciding
0: that you don't have some some idea of what he has as better. What a
1: horrible man. Yeah. The friend who I think set us up did say she's not materialistic, but it was really kind of bizarre. It, through the way I wear stuff, unless this is a super special occasion, I don't buy crazy things because I wear them out or I, then I, I'll be too nervous about it. Then I don't want to use it because I'm like, what if I spill water in the bag or what if I, or oh, exactly. my cat climbs into it? Because that's what I will do. I will come home and I'll carry a million things and I'll drop. My purse on the floor. But and Nicole,
0: we both like well-made,
1: good. Yeah, stuff. That's, that's just the quality. Like I'll shove it under a pl- airplane seat. Like I don't want anything that I'm going to feel bad about ruining.
0: How did you get yourself out of this thing? Oh, I had
1: to get all the way through the end of the date because I felt bad. I couldn't just leave in the middle of the tasting menu. It felt too awkward. So I just sucked it up and smiled throughout because it, it wasn't worth being confrontational. Because I wasn't going to see him again. I didn't really care. I, you know, it was a one-shot deal, and it was shot. Did he
0: try to Cinderella you? Did he try to take you home?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I said no. Then he asked me if we could meet again. And I think I did lie and say, yeah, sure. Just call me. I'm kind of busy this weekend. And then that was it.